1: Happy Friday, football fans, and welcome into another edition of The Chase Podcast. I'm Isaac Signs, and I thank you for joining me. In today's episode, NFL defensive tackle Jarrell Worthy and I preview Super Bowl 53 and share our prediction. The Los Angeles Rams are back in the Super Bowl for the first time in 17 years and are looking to knock off the Patriots to notch their second league. Title. While many questioned Jared Goff's lack of experience ahead of his first Super Bowl, Rams head coach Sean McVay expressed confidence in his ability to handle high-pressure situations.
2: When you look at Jared's just career trajectory, even going back to high school, college, and pro, this is a guy that's been able to be unfazed by some of the adversities that he's faced. Uh, Whether that be in a game or over the course of a season, that's what you love. That's what you want for your quarterback to demonstrate.
1: The New England Patriots are set to make their 11th Super Bowl appearance in Atlanta and have their sights set on winning a sixth championship. While Patriots quarterback Tom Brady hopes to add another ring to his collection, he knows that they must be at their best to defeat the Rams in Super Bowl 53.
0: It's been different teams every year. We fought through different adversities every year. And we played great teams in the Super Bowl. Eagles were, you know, a great opponent. Atlanta was a great opponent. So was Seattle. And the Rams are, you know, as good as any team that we faced all year. So it's going to be a great game. You know, we're going to work hard to get everything out of the way, put all the distractions aside, focus on what we need to do to try to get us to, to play our best football because that's what it's going to take. There's not going to be an easy play in this game.
1: I will discuss all of that and more... Coming up in the latest episode of the Pro Football Chase Podcast. The Fall is another production of the Chase Podcast. Covering the latest news and analysis around the National Football League. Turn the volume up, the Chase is. Is live Now, let's say hey, so- Good afternoon, everybody, and welcome into the Pro Football Chase Podcast. We are February 1st and on the line to preview Super Bowl 53 is NFL defensive tackle Jarrell Worthy. So, Jarrell, how are you doing today, man?
2: Man, I'm doing excellent today. It's a beautiful day. Uh, got a chance to come home to, uh, to Georgia, um, see my wife and kids, man. Um, great chance to relax and uh, clear the head. And I'm so excited for Super Bowl weekend, man.
1: All right. And also, you're still in training camp for the American of Alliance League. Your season starts in nine days. So, uh, yes, everything going well with that?
2: Absolutely, man. Uh, the Orlando Apollos are, are looking to, to make a statement. Uh, we're very excited. Um, we got a, a good group of guys out there, man, and so uh, get a chance to to showcase our skills and uh, and, and put some uh, some other guys in the NFL on notice, man.
1: That's great to hear. So I'm sure we will be hearing more about that as the season gets underway. But for today, we're going to focus on Super Bowl 53, Los Angeles Rams and the New England Patriots. Kickoff is scheduled for 630 p.m. Eastern time on CBS Nance and Romo on the call so now, Drew, we know the New England Patriots. They're in their, their 11th Super Bowl in franchise history. It's the ninth of the Bill Belichick era and third consecutive since the 2016 season. So when you're looking at this matchup, you know the Rams got in on that no call that really has dominated headlines for the last couple of weeks. Give me your your initial thoughts on this matchup.
2: Man, this is a – this is a very exciting, very exciting time, bro. Um, With these – this is a number of matchups in the game that are very – that I'm very excited to talk about. Um, But, but, I mean, what can you say about New England, man, getting back to the Super Bowl uh, when everybody counted them out with Tom Brady? Um, and the way he's been able to play, um and, and, and what he brings to the table going up against a, a defense that has been um, a lot better as of late, being able to to show up in big time moments. Um, man, I I've been going back and forth as far as um who I'm gonna give the edge to. I think um, you know, when you look at it as far as experience, you kinda just gotta get the edge to New England, um, based off of, you know, the number of times that they've been there. But Um, The way the Rams have been playing, it's, it's very hard to count them out.
1: That's the thing, Jarrell. You look at this matchup, the first thing that pops out is the experience versus inexperience. You talked about the New England Patriots and how Belichick, Brady, that duo... They instantly are going to get your pick to win the Super Bowl. But then you got the young guns, right? Jared Goff, 24 years old. Sean McVay just turned 33. Belichick, 66. Brady's 41. You know they've had their experience at Super Bowls. And for the Rams, this is their first rodeo. They're making their first appearance in over 17 years. So they're back in the big game. And then you go back to what they did in the offseason, Jarrell. They really went all in on trying to get to the Super Bowl. They acquired Brandon Cooks. They got in Dominic and Sue, a keep to leap. And now they have that roster, the personnel to contend for a title. So this is really a fascinating matchup.
2: Absolutely. Um, in the offseason, the Rams put the money where their mouth is, and, and they went out and inquired the. the the personnel in order to get them over the hump. I think um, the acquisition of and Sioux and Dante Fowler has been phenomenal for, for Aaron Donald this year and being able to to do what he's been able to do. Um, you know, those guys don't really get as much pub as, as Aaron Donald does, but I mean, I mean, you can't block Indomitian Sioux one-on-one Dante Fowler's is still a phenomenal pass rusher. Michael Brockers is in there um, wreaking havoc. So, uh, those guys being able to win the, their individual battles has allowed uh, Aaron Donald to be as as uh, as dominant as he has been, and it's 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 definitely it's definitely a, a good thing to see.
1: Now, looking into some of these matchups, the first one that comes to mind, Jarrell, is the Patriots' offensive line and this Rams' defensive front that we're talking up. You know, L.A. Aaron Donald, Sue Michael Brockers, and they went out and acquired Dante Fowler at the trade deadline. And this Patriots offensive line, though, they have been stellar, especially in the playoffs. They did not allow a sack against Kansas City, and they've really graded atop the NFL. I was looking at pro football focus. You have David Andrews, Shaq Mason, Joe Thune, Marcus Cannon, and Trent Brown, those starting five. They have done a nice job of keeping Tom Brady upright, and you know they're going to have a tall task trying to replicate that strong performance against LA's front seven. But here's a, an interesting stat that I saw. Brady has gotten rid of the ball on an average of 2.42 seconds in the playoffs, which is the quickest release in the NFL. So you know Josh McDaniels, he's going to scheme something to get the ball out of Brady's hands as fast as he can. So... I'm interested to see how Wade Phillips, who's also a seasoned veteran defensive coordinator, is going to handle that quick release from Tom Brady. Absolutely, man.
2: It's like uh, when you're watching New England throughout the year; they're always working on you know deep play-action passes and and a lot of a lot of uh, a combination of routes that take a a, a, a number of time. I mean, uh, a length of time, but. You know, when they get in the playoffs, man, they get back into their bread and butter, the quick pass game, James White out the backfield. Um, I mean, I think he is the essential piece that makes this New England offense um, just that much better. He's like a Kevin Falk. Um, I mean, back in the day, those guys being able to come out the backfield, uh, Deion Lewis back when they won before. I mean, those guys being able to slip out the backfield and, and, and be able to to be, um, effective on a linebacker uh, where where it's clearly a mismatch has definitely propelled this offense um, to be able to have success uh, over a number of years.
1: Speaking on that backfield there in New England, which is a bevy of backs. You mentioned James White. They got Rex Burkhead, Sony Michelle, the rookie. But the Patriots, when they get a hundred-yard rusher Jarrell in the Belichick Brady era, which began in two thousand. They are an incredible 11-0 in the playoffs when they have a runner eclipse 100 yards and are 51-1 in the regular season. So you know that is a staple of New England's offense. Yes, we know Brady's greatness and what he can do to opposing secondaries, but you got to think, that Michelle White and Burkhead will be seeing the ball early and often when the game kicks off on Sunday.
2: Oh yeah, absolutely. Um, the The run game is going to be uh, the tester for them. You know, it, 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 it'll show whether or not um, Tom Brady's going to have to throw throw the ball over fifty times. Because I'm sure if <clears throat> excuse me, I'm sure if the run game isn't working for New England, I'm sure that they're going to go to to Tom Brady throwing the ball all over the place. But if that, with that being said, man, if Sony Michelle and, and James White and those guys are really running the football and, and they're they're getting you know three to four to five yards a pop, then it's definitely going to be a long day for them because I don't see um, you know the secondary being able to hold up for an extended period of time. The linebackers that are that are behind that front, uh, that uh, defensive front, are very small. So you know, being able to take on run blocks over and over and over again, it could definitely be an issue.
1: And for the Rams, looking at their offensive weapons, Jared Goff, they got Brandon Cooks, Robert Woods, who are two 1,000-yard receivers. And they're going to be going up against a New England secondary that no, did not rank in the top 10 in the regular season. But they do have arguably one of the best corners in the NFL, according to... Pro football focus and next-gen stats in Stephon Gilmore, who's been sensational, a shutdown corner for New England, who you played with a little bit in Buffalo. Here's another nugget of information is the Patriots on defense, they ran man coverage on 59.8% of their snaps in the regular season. So that's the highest rate in the NFL, Jarrell. And so you know that Gilmore, whether it's going to be him, whether it's going to be J.C. Jackson, the undrafted free agent, you're going to see plenty of tight coverage on the outside on two dynamic weapons there for L.A., which should make for some fun matchups. Oh, yeah,
2: absolutely. Um, You know, the ability of them to be able to go, man, Helps out their pass rush. I mean, their their pass rush. They they only uh, have a couple guys that are able to to really generate the type of pressure that they want on a consistent basis. But you know, with the ability of, of Steph to go man and and with the play of the McCourty twins back there, I mean, they've they've uh, elevated this New England defense, in which a lot of people didn't really give them enough credit um, throughout the regular season. Uh, if they're able to to be physical with Robert Woods in the slot. Um, you know, don't, don't allow him to get those over routes and those routes that creates a lot of yards after to catch, um, then, then the Rams offense is going to struggle. Um, but I do believe that, you know, Sean McVay is going to try to come up with a, a good game plan in order to get those guys open, um, seeing that uh, Belichick loves to go man. Uh, and they're going to have to, you know, run a lot of bunch sets and, uh, and, and motions to where, they're going to have guys uh, guys on the move to where they can uh, essentially uh, be effective for the offense.
1: And another storyline that has really been in the headlines since that NFC title game, other than that blatant no-call on Nikkel Roby Coleman, it's been Todd Gurley. You know, this is a guy that they rode all season long, and next thing you know, he was dealing with a knee injury, entering the playoffs. They sat him out the final two weeks of the regular season, But then against New Orleans, C.J. Anderson was the starter. He led them in touches. And Gurley, he struggled. He dropped the pass that ended up getting intercepted by DeMario Davis. And so McVay and Gurley both during this Super Bowl week have taken a lot of questions about his performance. Who's going to end up seeing majority of the work? Will it be Anderson? Will they continue to ride the hot hand, so to speak? Or is Curly, the all-pro back, finally going to get back to his dominant level of play? So when you look at that situation going on in the L.A. backfield, how do you think McVeigh is going to shake things up against New England?
2: Um, my personal opinion, I think he's going to come out featuring Gurley first. Uh, you got to give it to him, uh, being the fact that he's, he's been the, 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 the drive in their engine the entire year. Um, so I definitely think he's going to be the feature back early, uh, test him out, uh, see how he does. Uh, they're going to get him some catches, you know, either coming out the backfield play action pass or, or on those wide zones that they like to do where he can essentially make a cut downhill and, and be effective. So, I, I think that they're gonna, you know, give him a uh, give him some, some touches early, but uh don't be surprised if they don't if they don't go to C J Anderson quite early if he's not doing um his job. But, you know, their run game is essentially what makes their play action pass effective, which makes Jared Goff effective, which makes Brandon Cooks downfield even more effective. So uh this run game is definitely gonna be important. Uh but their offensive the line and with Andrew Whitworth and those guys and how they've been able to to come together all year has, has been phenomenal. And, um, you know, uh, seeing a guy like that play a number of years, I'm, I'm actually excited that he's, he's in the uh, Super Bowl this time around. So I'm pretty excited to watch him work.
1: And that's an underrated part of this Super Bowl matchup that really hasn't garnered a lot of attention. But it's the New England Patriots and their pass rush. You know, they got Trey Flowers out there who's entering free agency. You know he's got that big contract in mind who he wants to cash in, and he's been a solid player for New England. And then you also have Dietrich Wise, another young edge rusher to go along with Adrian Claiborne, who made a name for himself after embarrassing Chaz Green a couple of years ago for that 4-5 sack game when he was with the Falcons. I feel like Brian Flores, who's the de facto play caller who is well on his way to become the Dolphins' next head coach, I want to see how he's going to lay out This defensive game plan, knowing that, look, L.A., they have a very strong offensive line as well. You mentioned Whitworth. They got Roger Saffold, John Sullivan, and they've really held up exceptionally well, especially in the playoffs. So, New England, who plays a lot of man-to-man coverage... I'm wondering if Flores could be dialing up some blitzes just to see if they would maybe rattle Jared Goff early into the game and really derail Sean McVay's high-powered offense.
2: Oh, yeah. Yes, sir. Um, I definitely I definitely feel that uh, Flores is going to have to come up with a, a different game plan this time around. But, you know, having been in that New England defense before, um, everything is predicated off of, you know, what, what the offense is going to give you. So. Uh, Their defense is kind of essentially a a check with me type of defense. So the Mike and and Hightower and those guys have the ability to call their blintzes and and to call their own number, um, you know, within within the scheme of the defense, which gives them the ability to go man um, behind them and and, and be aggressive up front. So, um, you know, having veterans like Clayborne, Hightower and Flowers, um, you do have the ability to mix it up up front. So I, I I think they're going to have to move those guys around. Um, you know, it, they're going to have to not really be as be a, a zone blitz team like uh, how uh, <clears throat> how New Orleans presented them, how Dallas presented them. You know, being being teams that, that presents a lot of fire zones. Um, you know, with this with this defense being able to go a lot of man and and uh, pressure a lot, it's going to be it's going to be interesting interesting to see what they can uh, come up with.
1: And how about these matchups? You got Julian Edelman, Rob Gronkowski. Edelman, the guy has been very productive again in the playoffs. Seven passes for 96 yards in the AFC Championship game. And then nine receptions for 151 yards. Uh, So those are his two outings in the playoffs. And then Rob Gronkowski, who came to life against Kansas City as well. Six receptions, 79 yards. You know, Gronkowski, the guy hasn't been his typical dominant self in the regular season, but the guy is still gifted, especially in the red zone. So you look at L.A.'s personnel, Marcus Peters, Aqib Tlaib, Nikhil Roby Coleman, John Johnson, LaMarcus Joyner back there as their safeties. How do you think they're going to end up playing these two dynamic offensive weapons that the Patriots possess?
2: Uh, well if it's me personally um uh, i would definitely put to leave on gronk all day um i would kind of just leave him to to be that type of guy um uh, to shadow him be physical with him um you know uh to leave a guy that's known for his physicality and being able to press and and run with bigger bigger receivers all day um and if it and if it was up to me i definitely would put marcus peters and and nikhail roby in a and a, and a double uh, scheme type of situation on Edelman. Um, if there's any way that they can you know, double him anytime he's in the slot um, that that prevents him from going across the middle of the field um, where he's very effective, uh, I, I definitely think they can have some success if they can do that.
1: <laughs> All right. Now, before we get into our prediction, I wanted to do a little something different, Jarrell, because it is a Super Bowl. How about we do some over or unders on some of these players' performances? I'll go ahead and... Give you a player and a stat and you tell me if you think he's gonna eclipse that or he's gonna be short of that. So how about Jared Goff throwing mm-hmm. for two hundred and seventy five yards, over or under? Over. What's your number? What do you what do you think he's gonna hit?
2: Man, uh I definitely think he's gonna be in the 330, 330, three forty range. Um I mean they're they're gonna they're gonna display his talents all day. They're gonna I think
1: they're gonna try to air it out. All right, now let's go to the Patriots. How about Tom Brady? Three hundred yards passing for Tom. Over under. Over.
2: Tom's going for about four hundred.
1: Tom, <laughs> Tom, Tom is letting it
2: loose tonight. I think, man, um, they're gonna try. They're gonna try to run the football at first. Um, Sonny Michelle is going to try to do everything in his power to be effective. Um, But I just really think in the end, um, the way that Tom Brady has been able to play and his superstar status, he's going for the big number tonight um, to be able to go up against this uh, phenomenal pass rush.
1: How about for the L.A. Rams defensive front? We talked about this matchup going against the Patriots offensive line. Three sacks for L.A.'s defense, over or under? Uh, actually, I'm gonna I give, I'm gonna go
2: over. I'm gonna give them four. I'm gonna give them Ooh, four.
1: Ooh, man! All right, you, you're yeah, thinking gonna they're gonna four. get after Brady, then, huh?
2: Yeah, I think they'll. I think you know, Aaron Donald always shows up at some point in time throughout the game. Um, I think Indominus who will be able to to push the pocket well enough to get a sack. It just all depends, um, on on when the where the sacks come in the game. You know, if they're coming early in the game, in which. Uh, those guys are competing, and and it really doesn't have an effect on um, how the drives are are going. Um, It's different than it it happened late in the game.
1: I'm going to actually oppose you. I'm going to go under. I think the Patriots will do a good job of keeping L.A.'s defensive front in check, and they'll be able to scheme some plays, as they always do, quick screen routes out there to white. So, okay, how about this one? Rob Gronkowski, 85 yards receiving, over or under?
2: Ooh, man.
1: Um, I'm going to go under. I'm going to go around. I'm going to go
2: around 75 yards uh, receiving um, for him. Uh, but I do
1: see him scoring two touchdowns. I'm actually going to go over with Gronk. I think he's finally going to. Show us and remind us of the type of threat he is. I'm giving Gronk 105 receiving yards on Super Bowl 53. And the last one here before we give our game prediction, Jarrell, Todd Gurley, 100 total yards from scrimmage, over or under? 100 total yards from scrimmage? Yeah. Um,
2: Give him the. Ooh man this is a tough one yeah. I'm gonna go I'm gonna go over I'll give him I'll give him 115 I'll give him 115 total total yards from scrimmage
1: all right any scores for him how many scores do you think Gurley gets
2: I definitely I think he scores once um I don't I don't think he's I think it's gonna be a, a Jared Goff Tom Brady type of day but I I definitely I see him scoring uh scoring once today
1: all right, I'm going to go. I'm with you. I'm going to give him the over. I think he's going to bounce back and have a big game. I think he will be featured heavily by McVay. So I'll go over as well. So there's a little bit of an over-under segment out there as we get ready for Super Bowl 53. Now the time is now, Jarrell. Who is your winner? Is it the Patriots or the Rams?
2: Man, this is a tough one. It was very hard for me to decide. Um but I'm gonna go. I'm gonna go 31 to 26. Uh, but I'm gonna go L.A. I'm gonna go to Rams 31 to 26. I think. Um, I think that Tom Brady's gonna go through what he went through against Philadelphia, um, uh, falling at the hands of a, of a phenomenal pass rush. Um, I think it's gonna be a very exciting game. But I think you know, in the end, they're the guys that they paid uh, to show up in big games in L.A. Are gonna get it done for.
1: And if you had to pick a Super Bowl MVP for your Rams selection, who is it gonna be?
2: I'm going. I'm going Aaron Donald per- personally. I think that. I think that this is the type of game uh, he's gonna have a one side type of uh, display out there, um, wreaking havoc. Um, I definitely. I think he's gonna have a phenomenal game. I'm gonna go
1: Aaron Donald. All right, <laughs> and for me, for my game prediction. This is a tough one, I agree with you, but I'm going with the Patriots here. 34-30 in a tight game that comes down to the wire as the Patriots always seem to be playing in these tight games in the Super Bowl. I just feel like in the end, Brady, Belichick, I just could not pick against them. As much as I wanted to float around the idea of the Rams and McVay and Goff getting it done, I just couldn't, so I'm going to give it to the Patriots. And my Super Bowl MVP pick for New England is Rob Gronkowski. I think this is when it comes full circle for a tight end that could be playing in his final game. I think he goes for over 100 yards and he comes away with a Super Bowl MVP to send New England to another Super Bowl victory.
2: That I'm not going to lie to you. That'll be phenomenal for Gronk. And, uh, and, and I'll, I definitely will be all in for that. <laughs>
1: <laughs> well, all right, man. Well, there you have it. We've given our picks we've talked about some of these matchups over under now all that's left is to watch the game and enjoy it on sunday afternoon so jarrell i want you to do just that as this weekend gets underway enjoy your family again best wishes that you get ready for your season and i hope to be in contact soon
2: man i appreciate it um it's definitely been a phenomenal year man and i've always enjoyed our our our, uh, podcast and being able to come on the show And uh, I appreciate you always uh, thinking about me uh,
1: being a guest. All right, man. Well, take care. God bless. And uh, let's talk soon. Yes, sir.
0: You know how to book flights and hotels. All you're missing is a tool to plan the travel experiences you'll have once you arrive. That's why you need Viator. Book guided tours, activities, excursions, and more in one place to make your trip truly unforgettable. Viator has over 300,000 travel experiences to choose from.